Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers and Molly come to play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> um, I wanted to, uh, first off, there's a few things I wanted to celebrate this week. Um, and then there's something that somebody else wants to celebrate, although I, I do not agree with this celebration. Um, anyway, so <laughs> first off, I'm, I'm excited to just announce that we, we hit our first goal on Patreon, which, uh, for those of you that don't know, was to create a podcast out of this stream. So for anybody who's interested, um, you can search any of your podcast providers for Dungeons & Drams podcast, and you will find it there. I uh, put a little extra oomph into some of the editing there, um, go a little over the top with the post-production and stuff. So if it's something that you're interested in just kind of listening, or if you miss an episode, you can catch up to it there. I'm a little bit behind. I'm, I'm just finished, ed ed finished editing episode eight today, so I'm a few episodes behind, but I'll catch up pretty quickly, and those will be available usually within a couple of days of the episode. Um... On that same note, uh, just something to consider because I mentioned Patreon, consider joining our Patreon. Uh, we have a few pretty cool tiers. Uh, the first one is like kind of a exclusive you know, channel in Discord, but also there's, there's some extra perks, a little behind the scenes kind of stuff. As you would imagine, there's all kinds of lore dumps and whatever else stuff I, I'm gonna be putting in there. Um, but at the $5 tier, there's, there's maps and there's, um, again, more lore dumps that I actually have posted multiple times about. And uh, this week, I believe, will be on the Pantheon that I created for this game and kind of their relation and the creationist myth and all that stuff of, these, of this uh, game. So, um, now that I've ignored my guests long enough, uh, let's just say hi to everybody. So, uh, Alessio Morte, let's start with you, Mr. Eladrin Rogue. How are you tonight? Hello, Ale Hello, Dungeon Master and my loyal compatriots. <laughs> I am Jason Steve from the Mastin Drum. I do play as Alessio Morte, the Rogue Eladrin. Uh, I've uh, been, been out for a week, but uh, glad to be back, uh, back, to, back home, actually in vegas for a little bit um can't wait to get back into the storyline and see what's next with you guys uh tonight i'm mixing up a little bit uh i always i don't know i was just thinking of uh snortimer the other day so i figured <laughs> i'd break out a bourbon county stout this was one of the special variants they brought out this was the uh the bourbon county stout that was actually finished in the elijah craig toasted barrel cask Ooh, and then nice. later on i'll be uh later on i'll be dipping into some Armagnac, which uh, I helped blend. This will be a uh, this will be this will actually be available on Sealbox at some point soon. It's got three different aged Armagnacs in it: one from 1986, 1993, and 2008. So it's got some really high aged uh, some stuff in it. So that's really cool. I love that you can still get old Armagnac for not like a million dollars. I just I think that's wonderful. Yeah, right. I know. Right. Oh, don't, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, so they'll I find think... out eventually. <laughs> the uh, the audience watching this, I think, actually could probably be trusted. They all know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all are cool people. Y'all. <laughs> so moving along to Anomio Banderas, the gnome fighter played by Ed. Yes. How are you tonight, Ed? And the brother and rapier to my good friend Alessio Martin. Yes, this guy. This guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure which way you're pointing. Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I am Ed. I play Anomio Banderas, and also known as Nora. <laughs> and uh, I am drinking a little bit of Teeling Small Batch. I'm chasing it, actually, with uh, mango peach juice. 
which uh, hmm. is fantastic. Tropicana mango peach juice, like the pre pre bottled stuff. Yeah, it's a really good chaser for Teeling Small Batch. I find so, that peach goes really well with almost every whiskey I've tried it with, like peach iced tea mixed with stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. All right, and the, the lovely Daphne Sage Blossom, played by uh, Molly. <laughs> the Wood Elf Paladin, played Hello. by Molly. Hello. Yes. As, as Bill explained, I play Daphne, Daffy Sage Blossom, the Wood Elf Paladin. You can find out more about me at huggingthecactus.com. And shall I make my special little shout out now? I suppose. <laughs> so so Bill is up there as one of my favorite DMs. But my all-time favorite DM is my boyfriend, and it's his birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Anders. It's a credit to him. I know everything about D&D because of him. And he constantly puts up with my questions about it. So cheers. Cheers, Anders. Anders. So Anders used to play in that other game that I DM'd for. He, uh, yeah. he played a, a bard named Hydrar. Um, like funny stories about him. Maybe I'll tell him sometime. So plenty of vicious uh, mockery. Oh my god, it's the worst spell. Like he knocked out so many of my freaking bad guys. I'm just like, ah, oh, big huge ogre, and now he's on the floor laughing. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So and last but certainly not least, Nobilis, the half elf warlock. Hi, Clifton. Hello. Uh, so as Bill said, I am Nobilis. Um So my name is Clifton. I am from the channel Bourbon Bites, uh, where I do whiskey reviews with a video game twist. Uh, I also have a podcast that comes out on Fridays. But yeah, happy to be here. I'm drinking uh, Deanston uh, Dragon's Milk Stout Cask. So Ooh. I figured that seems pretty on brand for oh, tonight. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I, like I haven't had this in a Jameson. minute, but I mean... Yeah, this is it's fifty point five percent ABV, but like it has such a like rich mouthfeel from that stout cask. It's one of my favorites. I didn't know Deanston did a stout finish. That's, that's yeah, epic. I didn't either. Yeah, it, it it's, must... I think it was like a year and a half ago. Okay, so it might still be available depending on your area. Yeah, we don't have Deanston where I am at, so oh, <laughs> just period. These are great. There's no Deanston at all. Nope, not wow. not in, really. Not in Bro, Ohio. Not in Bro, Ohio. I've heard that it's getting harder and harder to find it, which is so surprising because I see Deanston as like not really anything all that special. I was um, gonna say like I have I have like I, have, I grabbed three bottles. I have the eighteen year, <laughs> then I have a different. I, I might go crazy tonight. Cliffy is definitely gonna be in the house. Oh, I, know, I love there it. There are there are definitely Deanston heads, people who like love Deanston mm -hmm. specifically, who go yeah, nuts for sure. that stuff. Yeah, I'm not necessarily that, but I think it's one of the first um, Highlands that I really gravitated towards. I don't typically drink Highland Scotch, but Deanston is one of the flavor profiles that like agrees with me, so I think that's why I go for it. Yeah, I got introduced to it through um, uh, through Roy over at Aquavitae. Mm -hmm. was, that makes uh, sense. He's kind of he's a big Dean, Deanston fan, and I tried a bunch after he was talking about it, and really really liked it. Nice. All right. Well, I am drinking uh, iced tea with um, Ardbeg Ten in it. Because I, I went to an Ardbeg test Ooh. tasting a few days last Friday, and um, they had many of their more recent releases, although none of the ones I actually wanted to try, which was unfortunate. But uh, they oh, had, did like, you try the the Ardcore? I did, and actually, I liked it more than what a lot of people. I I was going to, I was expecting it to be terrible based off what everybody was saying. I thought cool. it was like probably my I second or third favorite of the night. Um, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't amazing, but. Of their more recent releases, which a lot of them have been pretty terrible, um, I thought they kind of did a little better with this one. But 
Um, they did yeah. have Kelpie there, and I was very excited right. about that. I had it like six times. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I actually I, I haven't heard much bad about Artcore. I really liked it. I had it on. Mm. I reviewed on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't think it beats. I think my favorite was Scorch. I had the committee release of that mm -hmm. one, which I I loved Scorch. But um, I definitely think it's better than the Fur Mutation. I had that as well. Yeah. So I'm a big Arbic fan. I try every release I can, but um, yeah. that's just no, it's one of my favorites. Nothing will ever be Darko unless no. a miracle happens. I have Su tried Supernova that. Supernova was bottle, fantastic but... too, though. But that was yes. I like Supernova better than Dark Cove. Yeah, I gotta say. Really? I think I did too. I yeah. did too. I, I might be in your yeah. camp. I, I like ugh, it's tough because I haven't had either one in a, in a while, uh, so it's hard to remember. But they were both fantastic. All right. Well, let's cut out talking about whiskey because you know what is this? No, stop <laughs> talking about whiskey and talk about whiskey. How dare I? All right. So, yeah, um, half, half the channel names, half the channel name is whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, actually, just real quick, I want to say a quick hello to all of you people who join us live every week. Uh, we see you in the chat and we definitely appreciate you. So, thank you for joining. Um, all right. A couple of, uh, sorry, I went over that already. Now, without further ado, let's remind everyone what was happening a couple of weeks ago, the last time we actually had a game. So, at long last, Snortimer's birthday party happened behind the Tempest Traders, hosted by none other than Adrian, Snortimer's pig mom. Candies that made the players grow pig parts, pie-eating contests, and even pig hole were enjoyed amongst everyone. Some of our players even uh, were even rewarded with a few different potions and ultimately a bag of holding, which you guys may or may not remember that, that Ed currently grabbed. Uh, yeah. But yes, so very, very important in any D&D game to get a bag of holding. All right. Uh, but the real star was Nobilis, <laughs> who grew frustrated by not winning any of the games and decided to eat so many enchanted candies that he actually became a pig. Using his, this newfound form, Nobilis went and spoke with Snortimer to try to find out if there were any if there was any danger at this party, and cleverly tried to find out if Snortimer would mention Alessio's break-in the previous night, which he did not. Later that evening, Alessio had a clandestine meeting beneath the Tempest Traders with Nexori, where he was granted entry into the Shadows of Burkath. He now wears a ring to signify his entrance into the Thieves' Guild. Back to everybody. So, it is uh, kind of later that night. Basically, you guys spent spent the day at Snortimer's, Snortimer's birthday party, and you fell asleep once more in the Drunken Seal Inn. And when you awake the next morning, you hear the sound of uh, a wagon being pulled through the streets, the sound of guards telling people to get back, and jeering coming from several townsfolk. Ooh, look at this. Look at this layout. Ooh. So, you step outside. Important. Oh, sorry, good. No, I was going to say, important question. Am I yes. still a pig? You are not still a pig, yes. Sorry. Okay. So, so uh, <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> over, the, over the course of the night, you're... Um, your pig form wore out. Nomeo slept in. He didn't. Oh. He yeah, Nomeo comes out. running out the door. Hey, guys, don't leave me behind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got little legs. I can't keep up. <laughs> so you step outside to a slightly rainy morning. The wetness penetrating the cool air has created a bit of fog, which carries the unpleasant smell of low tide on the wind. You, may, you see many of the townsfolk that you've become familiar with over the last few days out watching the wagon, which carries no goods, but instead one passenger. The carriage is built of heavy wood reinforced with black iron and topped with steel bars. The wagon rumbles along, pulled by massive horses. The door to the mobile prison cell remains locked, and inside you see the slouched form of its occupant, 
a frost elf, skin and hair covered in dirt from the trip. But you can see under all that dust that his hair is stark white, if not a bit dusty. He sits with his shirt unbuttoned, visibly uncomfortable at the heat down this far south. You watch as the wagon stops at the stairs, leading down to the dock, and the guards take him out of his cell. Um, so this here is just mostly for visuals. Uh, but let's look at the Alawith map so I can kind of show you what, what we're looking at. So... You guys are here uh, in front of the Drunken Seal Inn, and you just saw the wagon kind of go over here, over towards the water. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. I wonder. I wonder if they're getting on our ship. Mm. Well, so you'll Those remember that the, the Mighty Maiden is a prisoner ship, because it's, it's, it's heading over to Knife's Edge. So it's, oh, okay. you have every expectation that... that you know, wagon is on its way to the ship. It oh, sounds like fun. a prison wagon, anyways. I mean, it sounds kind of hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys get a good look at that frost elf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Tip eye, but okay. <laughs> uh, I, I need to ask a novelist or Daffy. Have you guys ever? You guys? You guys ever seen or know frost elves? I can't I've say that many have can... passed through. Yeah, I, I've probably encountered quite a few of my travels, but no, n he didn't look familiar to me. Yeah, the so, Copper Groves aren't known for their snowy environment. Yeah. So at Snortober's birthday party, there were actually two snow elves that you guys, you, you managed to talk just a little tiny bit with one of them. Uh, he was actually the sixth joust, or the fifth jouster, oh. I guess it would be. Um, oh, right. He was, the, I believe he fought against you, Nobilis, but I could be wrong. I think, yeah, he was trying to kill me for some reason. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. So uh, I believe you actually made fun of them because their skin was twinkling, uh, and then there was talk of Twilight and such. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ringing yes. a bell. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> he's the one, he's the one who kicked my ass across the entire thing, right? No, yes. didn't I uh, kick No, actually. Or did he? he, he Oh. So, Nobilis, you actually, you kicked his ass, uh, if I remember gotcha. correctly. Gotcha, and then Ed kicked my ass. Okay, you yeah, knocked gotcha. him into the into the pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So, but I will say uh, that you didn't much. you didn't have a whole lot of discussion with them, but what you learned when you were talking, or what you would know just in general, is that the Frost Elves are from the northern part of um, Dimidium, or specifically Lithuan, which is the... Uh, let me bring this up here. Lithuan, which is the continent that you guys are on, the smallest continent, but the Bloom Sea ice fields are up way far to the north here. And that's where the Frost Elves, they're a nomadic group of group of elves that kind of make their way across the ice flows. Okay. All right. Wow. Look at that map. Okay. I know that map. Wild. <laughs> we haven't seen it in a minute. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right, guys, well, our uh, our whole goal here was to leave on that ship and sail seas. I think they may need our help with. Uh, I have a bad feeling about that frost elf. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Be on the lookout. You know, he might start singing. He looks <laughs> like the kind of person who would let it go. <laughs> wow. Wow! I was like, where, where's that going? I know we we were all just waiting for it. We're like, what's he getting at? What's he about to do? How's, how's he about to ruin my day? Nope, that made mine. Thank you. Ed. Exactly my childish sense of humor. 
I'm glad. I try to do something for everybody. You wanna build a snowman? <laughs> so, all right. So, who amongst you has the the best perception? Ooh, not oh, me. That's a good. Uh, that's a good question. I have a plus two. I have a plus two as well. The same. All right. I uh, so you have... uh, I got a plus zero. It's definitely not me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how how about uh, the three of you with plus twos? Can you roll perception for me, please? Sure. sure. Indeed. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. Wow. Good rolls all around. So Nobilis uh, got a perfect, uh, perfect twenty. Jesus, natural twenty. Really has been a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so Nobilis actually, all all of you guys here. I mean, it's it's not really anybody's not nobody's really making a s- uh, secret of this. But the townsfolk are gossiping as they do. Um, some people asking like, who is this person? Why is he? You know, why is he coming through here? What did he do? And from the general gossip around the 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 area. You pick up that his name is Varys Nighthold, V-A-R-R-I-S. And uh, as I mentioned, he's a, he's a frost elf from the Bloom Sea ice fields. Uh, he's been on a tour of, of sorts, kind of a uh, victory tour of the, the Zephyr Council, which is hosted in Riviere, which is uh, that, that main central ta- uh, city within the middle of Lithuan. And they've been kind of parading him very slowly through all of the towns, all the, on the way down to here to pick up the Mighty Maiden. Um, they found out that, uh, or you find out that he basically made an attempt on the life of one of the Zephyr Council, which uh, you guys haven't heard of for a while. So just to refresh your memory, there's there's a member of each one of the main groups of elves within the Zephyr Council that kind of rule as a, you know, um, multi-person, I forget what you'd call it, but multi-person group to help decide what happens with their continent. Although the high elves tend to get their way more frequently than not. Um, so you pick up all that. <laughs> okay. So he tried to off somebody. Why he uh, he tried to off somebody very important. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So they either make some really bad or really good. Cause who knows who the guy who was trying to, to off was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Hey, I see my buddy Evandel over there. Hey, sure Chokes on cock. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he he walks over. He says, "Ah, Nomio, nice to see you again." Ah, it's great to see you. I always, I'm always happy to see you, buddy. I mean, I'm always <laughs> happy to see you, my friend. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, "I'm I'm heading back up uh, north to the Copper Groves later today. Where are you heading?" Oh, you know, here and there, knife's edge. You know, just uh, wherever the wind takes me. But you wouldn't know that because, you know, you're a rock. I don't think rocks move very much in the wind, as far as I know. I could be mistaken. <laughs> he, uh, he he does like your joke, actually. He uh, he kind of tap. He he's trying to trying to make a little show of it. He actually reaches over and he taps you on the top of your hat and he says, I've come to appreciate your jokes. And uh, he says, I, I hope you uh, have. I wish you safe travels. That's what he says. Oh, well, thank you, sir. That is. Very kind of you. And as I walk by, I jab him in the nuts and go, no one touches the hat. <laughs> Make an attack roll. <laughs> Unarmed attack. <laughs> Make an attack roll. You know what? Uh, advantage because you're short. Okay. <laughs> oh, not very good, but let's see. Uh, 13. Well, let's see. So, uh, you, didn't. 
you uh you you go for the you go for the the sack tap uh backhand sack tap but he is wearing you know armor and you hit him in the cod piece he definitely notices <laughs> and then he laughs, <laughs> i think he'd also wink like... <laughs> uh, awesome. we have fun don't we don't we mr <laughs> mr uh, uh schmeck and smack <laughs> schmeck and schmuck. Awesome. All right. So, what do you guys want to do? I want to talk to Nexari real quick, just to see if she knows anything about Varus Night Nightholt. Sure. Uh, so it's it's uh, Varus Nighthold. So nice. Oh, nice hold. Night. N i g h t h o l d. Night. Nighthold. Wow. Nighthold. Okay. That's quite, the, <laughs> quite the name. All right. So, um, let's, let's, uh, I would say, yeah, she'll, she'll talk to you fairly freely. Um, she's not going to tell you a whole lot more than what you already know, because she, frankly, she, she may or may not be keeping things to herself. Um, but she basically, if you guys didn't roll real good on perception, she probably would have told you a lot what you just found out. All right. So if, if you have stuff. any specific questions for her, I, I'd be happy to try to answer, but, um, Nexari, actually, let me get into my dark voice. Nexari, any reason why this Varus Nighthold tried to take out this one particular elf? What was the reasoning? Do you know? Uh, she says the... <clears throat> Let's see. Sorry. I'm looking for something. Zephyr. All right. Um, so she says that the... The Frost Elves, uh, although they are part of the Zephyr Council, um, she says, I can only speak in assumptions, and I, I don't really know. But the Zephyr Council does not often respect uh, the, the votes of the Frost Elves. So it could have something to do with that, or perhaps he just has a, a axe to grind that I don't know about. Okay, thanks for nothing. <laughs> she's very forthright about it just like. yeah she's very forthright <laughs> oh, she uh she brushes it off your your opinion only means a little to her at the moment i know all right <laughs> all right guys so hmm, what's have we next? this Carden dungeon is that someone that we've interacted with in the past i don't recall does anybody remember Okay. He uh, he is the owner of the Golden Stables. Um, so he was that first character that you guys ever met. Oh. He showed he showed up a couple of times, but for the most part, he he takes care of the stables. Who's the Who's the lady behind Nexari? Who is that? Uh, Rosalie. She was the baker. She actually provided all of the uh, pies for the pie eating contest. Oh, can we bring her with us? <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. I feel like going on an adventure. Oh, oh my god. Did priorities. You just, yeah, did you just say I thought you said priorities. That's good. I, that's what I said. Pretend I didn't mess that up the first yeah, that's time. A, that's what I heard. That's a great, that's a great name for a pie shop. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yes. In yeah. fact, that's, that's canon. That's Rosalie's uh, bakery's name. Priorities. Priorities. Yep. Priorities. <laughs> yep. 
right. What, is there anything else that you guys would like to do? Anybody else you want to talk to, or what would you like to do? No, I think uh, I think we. I think it's time been, to go. Yeah, we've been waiting to get on this ship. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I do have to say goodbye to someone first, but then, then we're on our way. Are okay. you saying goodbye to Twerk Twerk Brand again? Of course I am. I gotta <laughs> let him know why he's leaving. The little little dude looks up to me. I can't just leave. He looks. He really. What am I, my dad? Does he really look up to you, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't actually know. Is he is he shorter than me? I'm not actually sure. Uh, he is small. only only because he's a child. You you suspect that okay, uh, the two go. of you will probably be about the same height. He looks okay. from here to here. Centimeter. Right here. All right. So, uh, so you you take a few minutes. You go find. Uh, tw- uh, you guys say it's wrong so many times. I. <laughs> 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 yeah. You go find. You go find Tinbrand, and um, if there's anything specific you'd like to say, otherwise we could just we could. No, I just wanted to make sure I said goodbye before I left. I've grown. Sure. I've grown to love that little guy. Sure. Um, much different than the last time that you saw him, where he was he was quite emotional over his inabilities to uh, to properly use the weep. Um, he is much more together this time. Perhaps he's gotten some more rest. Perhaps he's he's healed, or perhaps he's you know grown a little bit. But he uh, he understands why you're leaving, and he he wishes you a safe travel. All right. You're Excellent. gonna be okay, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are heading to the dock. Yep. Let's go. Excellent. Do we like need? Do we have food and stuff? Like, I'm assuming the ship is already stocked with everything we need to set sail, right? The ship will be fine. Yep, yep. So okay. you'll have it, but good, good, good thing to ask for sure. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, could okay. we use some more sausages, but <laughs> you certainly <Sandages>. could. <laughs> All right. So let's head over to the dock. The love boat. All right. So uh, just hang tight for a sec. So actually, I can pause you and make you make you hold tight. All right. So you walk to the docks and you stand at the top of the stairs. This is the first time you've gotten a good look at the mighty maiden. She's larger than you expected, seeming to have several floors beneath the quarter deck. And we'll zoom out in a minute so you guys can actually see it. But she's larger wow. than you expected, seeming to have several floors beneath the quarter deck. You see the black uh, blank canvas sails, mizzen, main, and fo- uh, four, and the long banner flying over the main crow's nest. This is a ship that's seen her share of the ocean. You can tell by the weathered look on the boards comprising the hull, but all in all, it's an amazing shape. No visible signs of damage or even signs of battle decorate her. You can see deckhands coming above and below deck, clearly making ready to depart. Um, Alright. So, you can feel free to look around a little bit if you guys would like, but... Kind of let me know what you'd like to do. Like, are so I see these guards surrounding the. Is it that's the guy that rode by us? The the correct the elf, yes. Ice elf. Yeah, okay. the guard. Yeah, it looks like the guards have Varus, um, kind of next to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see Squall Montague. Mm-hmm. And then who's that with Squall? Uh, so you're not. And sure. why is he so good looking? Or is Squall <laughs> good looking? I mean, they're both good looking, but like. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, so we'll, we get, to, we'll get to that. No, uh, we better okay. hope there's no Capulets around here. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> there are very well, maybe. <laughs> we shall see. All right, see. well, let's, uh, let's, let's approach here. Sure. Yeah, I definitely want right. to. Yeah. So, so as you let's proceed. Let's go down, see if, the, see if the guards say anything. 
Sure, and they sure do. So as you proceed down the stairs, you see two guards who turn uh, to you and ask. They say, what's your business? Uh, we uh, we were just looking to get on the ship. We are trying to get to Knife's Edge, you see. We have a uh, passage. Son of a bitch. The friggin' job board again. All right, fine. Um, hey, Squall, uh, you got a couple more for your, your ship here. And, uh, you know, kind of raises his hand, gets Squall's attention. Squall is busy talking to the other guards, but he kind of acknowledges. Um, and you see, I mean, you see Squall. He is... Uh, he is... I'm just going to call he him is. So He sure is. Yeah, so he, he's a, <laughs> a half-elf. Uh, he has rough golden skin and black hair and uh, golden eyes. He's a little chubby around the midsection, which is a little surprising because usually you see sailors or pirates—not pirates, but you see sailors—and you know they're they're usually pretty skinny. They maybe don't eat super well, but he's a little little chubby. Although he's very still seems very strong in his upper body. Um, so dad bod. Hmm. Dad bod. Exactly. Dad yes. Bit of a dad bod. All right. Yep. Sick. So he without okay, even break- is no longer <laughs> concerned. <laughs> 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 so uh, like like the vantage point from up uh, up top you could only see from like here to here and then as you walk down the stairs you're just like oh, okay no. i'm good no no competition here we're good yes the the guard the guards were were they were they were blocking some of his lesser uh, attractive qualities so um anyway so as without breaking uh, whatever he's talking to these guards about which you can't really hear he kind of motions for you to come over and uh yeah Okay, we can do that. All right, all right. So as you approach, um, you see the, the other the other fellow that's standing with him. He is a half orc male. Um, he has brown skin, uh, cropped straight black hair, and brown eyes. He stands about five two, so he's a little short. And uh, you notice immediately that he has a scar on his right hand, and he's missing four fingers on his left hand. Um, so, uh, they kind of keep talking for a moment and you, you hear, excuse me, um, oh yeah, as, as you're talking, you actually notice down on the boat, you hear some, some noise and you see Gonathan is, uh, kind of coming out of the, uh, the, the lower part of the ship. He's coming from, you know, onto the, the quarter deck and he's, he's walking off the ship and he waves over to Squall. Yeah, I know he gets around now, and uh, I was gonna say that dude. That dude is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, small town parish, you got to be everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he, he seemed to be emerging from the captain's quarters, and he he wa- he looks over at Squall and he says, "I have given the proper blessing to Uros, and I bless your voyage. Good luck, Captain." And Squall replies back. He says, "Praise be to Uros." <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> you know, I just real quick. I I went back through several of our episodes to try to find what you did so I could like do that. <laughs> so, so what is it? It's it's a clap and then like that and then another clap. It's a clap, clap, and then I usually, clap, I usually clap. throw in a little uh, little cross in there yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> clap, clap, cross, clap. Like, I feel like yeah. I feel like if this actually existed, it would be kind of like you know, because it's the storm god. You gotta have like lightning, so it'd be kind of like like that, ah. like praise be to. I like I don't know. I'm more like I'm more like a uh, uh, hula dancer, like like call seas <laughs> hula dancer kind of deal, you know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
All right. So anyway, uh, so Gonathan notices you guys immediately. And uh, of course, I mean, you guys have hung out a bit. You're, you're buddies. And he says, uh, do you intend to board the Mighty Maiden? Yes. Well, yeah, we, feel, we feel a little bit more comfortable now that you have blessed us with uh, Oros. So thank you. Excellent. Didn't he also last time we saw him like say that our ship was like gonna sink, or was that if he didn't bless it? So uh, he... no, I think that was that was a bad portent that if you didn't bless the ship, yes, he okay. didn't make nice with Oros. Yeah, <laughs> just so, to make sure. <laughs> it's actually both. Uh, when you guys first arrived in the town, you had you had heard that that uh, Gonathan makes it a habit of or not a habit. Gonathan claims to speak to Uros and to know when a ship is going to have ill uh, an ill fate at sea um and i believe you questioned people and found out that he's only been right one time so far or something like that so <laughs> um but anyway yeah so good memory for both of you all right uh so anyway so he says have a safe trip and uh he continues to to walk back up the stairs and there he goes somehow i feel like, somehow I feel like while we're sailing he's going to be in the middle of water somewhere because he <laughs> Because <laughs> he's because he's, he's Jonathan. Because <laughs> he's Jonathan. Yes, he's now he is. Treading water, just like oh, <laughs> no, he's like he's just like like floating on the water. He's like good journey, good journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, you see, uh, Squall Squall's kind of finishing up with the the uh, the guards here, and he says, uh, Lieutenant, all of the paperwork seems to be in order. Uh, you can consider this prisoner transferred. Thank you for your service. And the, the uh, lieutenant kind of bows a little bit, and he says, good luck, and uh, I wish you a safe safe trip. And the guards begin to walk away. Um, Squall looks over at his first mate, Charles. Um, that's the other person that's standing with you. And uh, um, I already kind of described Charles. And he says, uh, Charles, could you please take Varus below deck and put him in, in his cell? And Charles says, no problem. He walks over. And while he's uh, kind of... Dealing with Virus, uh, Squall looks at you guys and he says, "So I hear you want to ride on my ship." Ah, you have heard correctly, my xanthic-eyed companion. We would very much like to come on your ship. We make for Knife's Edge. Knife's Edge. Well, that's good because that's where we're going. Uh, what can you do? We need some help on the ship. So, do you have any any experience sailing? I can shoot lasers out of my nipples. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> he I am, does. I am well trained in weepery. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> I strong can, can lift stuff. Strong can help. And then he looks Listen, at you, Alessio. All, who's... You, all, you, all you need to know is that we took out an owl bear only a few days ago. Does that he help? Looks at, he looks at you, and then uh, he kind of looks around at the group. Is is, is that true? Oh yes, uh, we did. Right, Should everybody. we expect many owl bears at sea? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> it, would, it would be a first for me. Uh, he says, "All right, well, so we have a few different open positions. Maybe we can find something that works for you guys." So, uh, we have a job opening for a boatswain, which is a carpenter. Um, you maintain the boat and equipment. You change. Uh, you're in charge of the anchors, the cargo handling gear, rigging boats. Um, just basic, basic. Uh, if it moves on the ship, you're in charge of it. Uh, oh, then we have room yeah. for a ma a master gunner who is in charge of all of the cannons, the gunpowder, keeping it dry, um, making Ooh. sure that the cannons are set and prepped in case we run into any problems. 
Um, we have a r- job for a rigger who uh, helps to release the sa- uh, ship sails. You handle the ropes, the nets, and I'll probably send you up to the crow's nest every now and then. And then we have a navigator who I need a little bit of help plotting courses, determining our location, and uh, trying to figure out the weather. And, you know, you'll end up in the crow's nest most of the time. Does any of this sound like something you guys can do? Yes. I'm down. Yeah, well, I am I am proficient in uh, the smith's arts, so if uh, you need me to maintain any uh, metallurgical things upon the ship, uh, I'm your man. I think you have a Botswain. I can help and I you think out. I can. I'm pretty strong. I think I can be a rigger. I think I could be very helpful in the crow's nest showing off a little bit. I, I was going to say, I, I would assume that novelists would enjoy blasting things out of cannons just because he likes blasting things out <laughs> I of mean, cannons. yeah, I, I'm so. novelist is down for whatever you guys feel that you are proficient in. I'm happy to take whatever's left. How about that? <laughs> All right. I was thinking for Daffy, that crow's nest and rigging, that sounds like something she could handle. Sounds good. I'm down. I'm down with blasting. I like. Yep. I do and like a little pew-pew action around here. And Alessio, and Alessio can definitely. Alessio, being having such a keen eye, would love to help you navigate the, the stormy seas. All right, fantastic. This sounds sounds good. That was very easy. Uh, so we've got our new boatswain. Uh, he actually he looks and asks all of you your names. Um, let's just assume you tell them to him, I, unless anybody's planning on lying. No, nope. you may call me. Noro, the masked avenger of all known kind. You may have heard of me. I'm pretty great. You may call me Megatron. I'm only kidding. <laughs> 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 right. He's uh he actually well so I mean <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> I'm waiting on you. I, I'm I am Alessio. Alright. <laughs> All right, so he uh, he says, Noro, uh, may have heard of you from, are you from up north, Hobblehaven? Ooh, you have heard of the great and mighty Noro. I like you. You are, you good, you are good people, my friend. He says, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. You just a gnome. I kind of took a guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, and then he, he says, I like your hat, though. But all right, ah, so we've well, got. That is the important thing. <laughs> Noro, you're my new boatswain. Uh, Alessio, you're my navigator. Daffy, or sorry, Daffy, you're my rigger and master gunner. Points at you, novelist. Mr. Nipples, all right, you're my master gunner. <laughs> all right. I like to think that's his legal last name, novelist Nipples. <laughs> Novel- no-, <laughs> no one Nipples. knows. Might be. You never know. Nipples. All right. So, um, <laughs> at this point, you're seeing uh, the the docks not. Not clearing up, but you you see a very large uh, creature, man, you're not quite sure, walking across the the deck. And uh, he appears to be a half-ogre, which is very large, about seven feet tall. And uh, he's carrying, oddly enough, he's carrying a very large wooden fork, uh, about the size (laughs) of... About the size of a war fork. So, I mean, this thing's about four feet long. Uh, and uh, he's wearing a very oh. dirty chef's hat. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> Squall, Squall points up at the, at the boat and he says, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen a half-ogre before, but that's our, that's our cook. His name's Salt. And uh, 
We found him one day at Knife's Edge. He just wandered on the ship. He had a big bag of meat, spices, and vegetables, which no idea where he got that. Vegetables don't really grow very well over there. And he just walked on the on the boat, started cooking, and he's been with us ever since. So that, that may be I'm the very curious about the I'm curious about the meat where that came from. But that may be, cool. the, greatest, may be the greatest character you've created yet. That's amazing. <laughs> His name is Saul, and Louie has a big... He's like Salt Bay. He's just freaking going. <laughs> he is like Salt Bay. <laughs> oh, I wish I had thought of that, but that's... Yes, totally did. Yes. Well, now right. that's canon. Um, that's canon. But so they don't... It doesn't communicate. Like, it's, it just cooks Not, in not really. He, he walked He walked over to the to the edge. I'm glad you asked, actually. So he walked over to the edge to kind of take a look at you guys. He, he raised his fork up a little bit, and then he slowly lumbered back over... Uh, down down to the uh, lower levels of the ship. Okay. So, didn't speak a word. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> so. That war, fork, that war fork is badass. <laughs> also, I do have to ask question. I see uh, Adrian in the chat. She said, about the size of a war fork. Is a war fork a thing? I've never heard of a war fork before. Sure is. Well, it, it is now. Yeah. Is it like a pitchfork, but like. <laughs> uh, it may as well be. It's, it was a little bit more uh, on purpose than that, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, totally is is a real thing. <laughs> okay, the more you know. All right, so it was, as uh, very important in the the battle of the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yes, uh, they lost many fine escargot that day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're we're silly tonight. I like it. All right, as you guys are having this conversation with Squall, you hear um, from behind you on top of the roof. You hear. Virus, get down! And you see Virus drop to the ground. Next thing you know, two crossbow bolts shoot from on top of the roof behind you. As you see, two frost elves kind of emerge from from the top of the uh, the roof here, and these two guards over here both drop, immediately killed. Oh, oh gosh! Oh god! And Good I'd times. like you all to roll initiative, please. Is that guy still over there beside us, the this, this gray-haired guy? Or was he loaded onto the boat? So Virus is still there next to Charles. Okay. Um, so they, they okay. were kind of standing there as Squall was talking with you. Um, left on this map are two guards and these two new... Uh, they're Frost Elves, there's no doubt about it. Um, that just appeared on top of the roof. Gotcha. All right, roll initiative. So, um, Nobilis, you are up first. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, I, I would like. Yep. So yeah. I would like to target uh, the lady here that just just attacked, and I would like to Eldritch Blaster. All right, so she's gonna have just so you know she's gonna have extra AC oh. because she is basically on top of a roof, and you can't really can't really get to her. Okay. So I got a twenty-one. Um, so even with her extra uh, AC from being on top of the roof, that does in fact hit, and you do eleven damage. All right, so unexpectedly, she kind of jumps up and she she takes a shot with a crossbow, and uh, as soon as she pops up, you just kind of have lightning quick reflexes and you zap her uh, right right in the chest, and she kind of stumbles back. Actually, on on the roof, she loses her footing just a little bit, and uh, I'm gonna move her back actually a little bit. All right, so um, up next like, is well, I was gonna say I, I want to look. Up, oh, I, the captain's sorry. not with us anymore. I was like, I wanted to show off the fact, like like. Oh no, know, the captain's like, right next to you. That? I told you. Okay, well, so I look over and just kind of look at him after I do my nipple blast. I'm like, told you. <laughs> he, uh, he, he looks, he says, ah, was, I see what you're saying. I, I didn't quite know what to make of your claim. But uh, you certainly <laughs> shot out of your nipples there. 
Nice. <laughs> All right. Up next is Virus. So Virus, although he's shackled, um, I'm going to have him make a strength saving uh, strength check against Charles to see if he can kind of pull away. Um, so ability check. So he rolls an 18 versus Charles's three. <laughs> so Charles definitely was not expecting it. And uh, Virus uses a little bit of this distraction to pull away. And he's he's actually kind of going to run um, down here and kind of hide behind the, the sacks of flour and, and crates and stuff. He's just trying to get out of the way. All right. Up next is... Uh, actually, the one that you shot. Um, so she's she's going to kind of... Actually, she should be at the bottom of the, the initiative. She took that first turn. Um, all right, so Dead Guard is up next. That's fine. All right, up next is Squall. So Squall is going to take his turn. Come on, Dad Bod. All right, so Squall, he's actually... He's going to say to you, he's going to say, I need you guys to grab, grab the barrels, as many as you can, get onto the ship... We'll get Virus. We need to get out of here. And then he's going to take his turn to actually run over to Virus and try to try to kind of get him uh, under control again. He's going to make a strength uh, strength check to grab him, like grapple. Uh, can't quite make it. All right, so he kind of gets over to him, but but he he didn't make it in time. All right, up next is Charles. So Charles is actually going to he's going to look at you and he says. Don't attack, just get on the ship. And he's going to come over here to help Squall out. Um, making another strength check. Nine. So he's he can't grab him either. Virus is basically fighting for his life. So they're they're although they're getting his, their hands on him, they can't get him. Alessio, you're up. Ugh. Alessio says, you guys help Squall and Dadbod with the, with a Varus. I'm going to go Misty Step. I'm going to use Misty Step to go behind them, get to the left side of the home, get to the left side of that cottage where these, um, where the boxes are and get behind and try to get behind them and sneak Okay, so you're you're going to Misty Step. Um, so Misty Step's yeah. only thirty feet, uh, which is okay. You have movement. So if you, where are you trying to go? To you're trying to go to the left or the right? See the left where the boxes are. Yep. That's where I want to get to, so I could use those to get on the roof and get behind them. Okay. Now, I mean, you could Misty Step onto the roof. Oh well, I mean, okay. If you want to. But. I mean, I don't want to misty step right in front of them. I kind of want to just get mm -hmm. behind them because I have that ability. Sure. Okay. All right. So let's do this. So if you move uh, kind of to the leftish, about thirty feet or so, um, try to get kind of underneath the underhang of the uh, of the house here. Um, you okay. can roll stealth, and let's see if they kind of pick up on on your movements and where you went, and we'll we'll go okay. from there. Because you have oh, a bonus geez. action to all right, so your stealth is still ten even with rolling a three. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> their bad. perception is not like fantastic. Um, what's their passive perception? I guess it would probably be like a ten. Um, so actually, they they would have seen you 
yeah, they would have seen you go kind of under there. They know that you're there, but they don't know where you went. Um, but okay. they kind of know that you're trying to do something, so they'll probably be a little bit more on alert. Do you want to do anything else with your turn? Um, can I continue to use Misty Step to go farther? Sure. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let that that stealth check is is more... Uh, I'll have that just kind of be their their passive perception of where you All went because right. you were basically hidden I'll... from them. Yep. Okay. So if you use your Misty Step, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, you could get right on top of those boxes. All right. Do I need to roll Misty Step? Nope. Okay, perfect. So I'll just get over to... On top of the boxes. And over here. Yep. Perfect. All right. So from your feet up to your head, you're kind of engulfed in this black shadow. And then you're just, anybody watching would have seen you envelop in shadow and just, you kind of shimmer and disappear. And uh, anybody who's not watching you might not know where you went. All right. Uh, Up next is second dead guard. So he is dead. Um, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Second dead guard is dead. (laughs) General Francisco Franco is still dead. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, up next is the second guy who's on top of the the uh, house here. Now he is actually going to back up a little bit, and he's uh, he's going to kind of pick up his his friend here, and he's going to call. He's going to say attack, and you're going to see oh, God. boom, oh, no. several other oh, people Jesus. enter the fray here. Oh no! Oh God! <laughs> and uh, all right. Up next is would have been Daffy, um, but there's this uh, frost elf. There's there are several frost elves who just kind of appeared on the on the field here. Now this one kind of runs up, and she's going to immediately start casting something here that you don't necessarily know, and you see a glowing white snowflake kind of glowing blue rune appear on the ground. And uh, her eyes turn bright white, and she's kind of got her hands out, and uh, she's wiggling her fingers a little bit. So, that'll be her it's turn. friggin' Elsa. <laughs> she's she's going to let it go. <laughs> All right, da- oh, Guys, Daffy, you're up. If there's an ice golem up in here, then... <laughs> Daffy, you're up. All right, well, I'm no fool. Um, Squall and Charles are both like, grab those barrels and get on the boat, right? Yep. That's what their advice was. So Correct. I'm assuming, what barrels are we talking about? The ones that are closest to the ship? Correct. They're yeah, basically, I mean, they, they were, so so the intent here is they were loading the ship for their, for their journey. They're retreating yep. as quickly as possible and they're trying to take however much supplies they can. Yeah. All right, so if I can try to grab a barrel and make my way onto the ship, that's how I'd like to spend my turn. Okay. All right, so uh, why don't you move towards the barrels and um, roll a strength check for me, please. Sure. You're pretty strong. Let's see if you can carry one barrel or two. Yeah. All right. 17? Excuse me, no problem. You actually, uh, you even throw the rope off the top and uh, kind of lug it over your shoulder. So you're now carrying two barrels and that rope that was over the top. And um, did you use all oh. your movement? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so either. Where was I before? I was right next to a gnome. I think I only moved about 10 feet. Okay. So, uh, so you can go ahead and 
move yourself a little bit more. Oh, so I would make it onto the ship because I can move 35 feet. Excellent. So, there we go. All right. So, up next is Anomio. All right. Uh, I would like to uh, run over here because these two don't seem to be able to contain Varys. And I'd, uh, I'd like to run over here and then um, accidentally throw myself into the back of Squall, hopefully knocking him off of Varys. Okay. All right. I'd like to make it look like I tripped. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's make a performance check, and however good you do on this will determine how you're successful. Okay, let's do it. Because that's fun. 14. All right, no problem. Actually, you—that's—that's uh, that's pretty good. He's definitely distracted. So when you when you kind of trip and stumble into him, Virus, uh, Vir- like he had Virus kind of by the the wrists, but you you knock into Squall. He's a pretty big guy, so you didn't exactly knock him over, but you definitely knocked his hands away. So so Virus is currently not restrained or anything like that. All right. Okay. Well, I'm down. I'd like to. Well, I'm down, falling on the ground with sure. my you know my hat covering my face a little bit. I was going to whisper to Varys, run, dipshit. Okay. Um, make a stealth check for me. <laughs> Novelist is very confused. Oh, uh, I don't know why that rolled two. But... That's okay. Oh, because you, you have, um, I think you have advantage on it. Uh, or maybe disadvantage. Oh, Either, right, because no. You have disadvantage. That's fine. Um, a 13. Yeah, yeah, or... you, don't, you don't think that anybody heard you. So, all right. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. Uh, did you use all of your movement? No, I did not. All right. If you have half your movement left, you can you can get up uh, from from prone. Okay, um, I'm up. Right. I'll cool. get up then. All right. Up next is uh, a thug here. So he's actually going to kind of launch himself over these barrels, and he's gonna he's gonna run down here to join the join the fray. Um, and then so is this other guy over here. All right, so they uh, kind of look like twins, but, you know, that's racist, so. <laughs> All right, so so Awen here is going to run. Um, you actually, you, you've noticed at this point, just being kind of engaged in combat, that the two frost elves that are on top of the roof are the two that you saw at Snornimer's birthday party. Um, so they've clearly been here waiting. So Awen is going to kind of go over to the edge here, and she is going to take a uh, shot with her longbow at you, Nobilis. Um Oh, no. Protect those nips. She, she's actually going to make <laughs> two uh, separate attacks at you, Nobilis, actually. What? Uh, so the f- two? First, so she, she, she knocks an arrow, and she, she fires, but uh, she's kind of slipping a little bit on the shingles, and she misses you. Uh, she's going to take another longbow shot. Get so she, she's... She's actually going to, she's going to call an audible here because apparently she ran out of arrows. Let's just say that. Um, and she's going to jump down. Um, she's going to use the rest of her, her movement to kind of get as close to you as possible. Uh, let's say that she damn. can get to about. I was like, damn. She, she can probably only get to about there. Um, actually, that's not true, actually. She is. No, she's about, she's about there. All right. So she's going to come after you with her, her short sword, but she's, uh, she's not able to do this, this round. Novelist, you're up. Well, first of all, I'm like, move, bitch, get out the way. And I'm like, I'm like, you're a little too close <laughs> to me. She, and I was she, now how close? I got to shout on the measure. 
She might be a little close to, yeah, she's too close to move away, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm just going to stand my ground and just Eldritch Blaster. All right, go for it. All right, 21 all right. definitely hits. 21. Uh, so you, 13 damage. You, uh, you knock her on her ass and she is now unconscious. Uh, but not job. dead. Uh, she's, well, she, she's dead, whatever. Yeah, same thing. Okay, okay. Oh, oh she's <laughs> yep. dead. Damn. Okay. She is dead. Good job, knobs. All right, nice job. Um, don't forget to give yourself extra HP. No, I, I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else, knob? Um, you know, I kind of, like, okay. I'm going to move a little bit closer to this, like, Elsa bitch. I'm sorry, I'm being rude. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. She deserves it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna go like just like keep my distance, but just I'm gonna be a little more over here, and then I'm, I'd like to end my turn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So up next yeah. would be Varus, but you hear the sounds of of a goat bleeding. Um, not bleeding, but bleating. As you see okay, a goat, like, a goat emerges from the the little white rune on the ground, and it kind of wanders over a few feet. And it just stops. It's kind of like munching on some of the moss between the the rocks here. And uh, that's that's a thing that happened. Ne- up next is Virus. Uh, so Virus sees you, Anomio, on the ground, uh, and he hears what you said, and he stares at you, and he 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 doesn't quite understand what you're doing, but he's not one to question things because he's been stuck in a in a, a cell or for a while. And he's just like, I, I don't know if this is part of the attack. So he's actually going to kind of run over here. And I think he's got one more turn of movement. And uh, for what it's worth, Alessio, he does see you now. Um, oh, great. But that's it. All right. Uh, he doesn't have any weapons or anything. So he's he's kind of booking it. All right. Up next is Squall. Now, um, Squall looks down at you, Anomio. He grabs you by the, by the hand. And, you know, this is whatever flavor. He kind of helps you get up to your feet. He says, get on the ship. And then uh, he oh, goes so chasing. So sorry, Capitan. I will immediately. <laughs> so he goes chasing after Virus. All right. And then uh, Charles actually, he uh, he's kind of taken a, a, a what do you call it? He's taken a command from Squall here, and he's actually going to run forward. He's going to grab this little sack of grain, and now he's going to make his way onto the ship too. All right, Alessio, your turn. All right. Uh, I would like to jump onto the roof and get behind Reuven. Okay. Uh, are you, so you've used your Misty Step, so let's go acrobatics to see if you can kind of get yourself up, and or just to see how long it takes you, how much movement you need to expend. Acrobatics? Yep. Boom. 19, no problem. All right, so uh, you, you kind of jump up, you grab the ledge, you pull yourself up, very slick movement. I'll say it only took 10 feet of movement. All right, so I'll move. So you're kind of like right there. Perfect. Um, and I would say he still does not see you because you rolled such a high acrobatics. You were you were very quiet. Okay. So what I'd like to do is move slightly behind him here. Okay. And then attack him with my uh, short bow. Perfect. All right, go ahead and roll for advantage and then roll your sneak attack damage. Uh, so you got to roll with advantage. Oh, just just roll it again. 
Yep, hold on one second. And coming. Okay. Nice. All right. <laughs> well, you you uh, you did better with your your uh, attack. So you rolled twenty one, but you did four damage. Um, now go ahead and roll your sneak attack damage. Okay. I forget where that is sneak on attack. your. Remember. Um, While you're doing that, I'm gonna pour some Ardbeg. Yeah. <laughs> Although you got me thinking, I want. Nice. I think I kind of want Oogie instead of ten. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while since I did sneak. Oh, I got it. All right, cool. All right. It's been a while. Ooh, eight damage. Very nice. All right, so is that, eight, is that eight and then five? That's eight and five. Yeah, I don't really know what that means. Do me a favor. Read through that, figure out what that actually is, and then tell me, and we'll move along. Um, it's um, not going to kill him either way. So... All right, he uh, he's now very much aware of you, and he's actually going to charge right at you. He's got a uh, a great axe on his back, and he's going to take a swing with you, a swing at you. Um, the amount of extra damage increases as you gain levels in this class, as shown in the sneak attack column of the rogue table. So mm -hmm. you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy in the target is within five feet of it. Hmm. So All right, eight. So I don't know why yeah. it rolled. So I think you're. I, I'm gonna just say it's both of them. So let's say it did 13 damage to him. Uh, we'll figure okay. out if that's actually true later. But that sounds right because you did level up and you should probably have uh, more sneak attack damage. But that doesn't seem right. Whatever, doesn't matter. Okay, so um, he did not hit with his great axe uh, attack, and uh, he's he's just kind of like he saw. Sorry, what is it? He saw uh, Awin go down, and he's a little bit pissed off and uh he's actually i'm gonna i'm sorry i'm gonna wreck on that just for a second because um, i'm just unfamiliar with this guy so he is going to do he's gonna he's going to use reckless attack on on you because he just saw a win kind of go down he's gonna and he's gonna come at you with his great axe yeah. and he's gonna swing up. so he's yeah exactly so he's got advantage so i'll just roll one more time here okay uh so he rolled a 20 this time and does 14 damage to you damn <laughs> All right, so he uh, he takes a big old swing with his great axe and catches you pretty hard. Um, you're you're bleeding pretty bad from the side here. All right, up next, um, just mark off 14 damage when you get a sec. Yeah, All I'm right. doing that. Yep. So the up next is our spellcaster, who's still standing there, her fingers kind of waving, her eyes glowing white, and you see she's now kind of just vibrating with energy, and something else comes through. Uh, a giant yeti no. makes its way <laughs> makes its way through through the rune and immediately chases down, picks up the goat and bites its head. And now it drops the body to the ground and it's looking around at the rest of you. And that's its turn. Oh my god, the fucking thing. <laughs> Daffy, thing you're up. Ready for a yeti? Oh my god, it's the freaking snow monster. It's the it's the bumble from it's the uh, bumble. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. All right, Daffy, you're up. Oh, okay, so we should just be able to, like, give him a, a, a cavity trail, and he should yeah, be fine, I was going right? to say, if anyone a dentist can <laughs> spare that real quick. Um, huh. No, so, all right, I, I have two things. Not sure what I want to do, but I'm leaning towards, I'm seeing this Yeti, and I'm like, guys, come on, get, get on the ship. Let's stop screwing around here. 
Um, I think while I'm yelling at them, because the thing I was toying with was I want to run up and grab the helm and like be ready to go. But okay. I'm going to be like, screw it. Nobody else is grabbing barrels. So I'm going to try to grab a couple more and bring them back on the ship. Perfect. All right. So you dump the couple barrels that you're grabbing just right on the deck. Uh, presumably yeah. you're going to run down and grab a couple more. All yeah. right. Make another strength check. Sure thing. Oh, eight. All right, so you're able to grab one barrel this time. Um, maybe okay. you kind of take a little little extra time to get there, or maybe that's just not stacked right, but you only grab one. Although you do make a good show of it. You're putting it on your shoulder instead of just lugging it. So. I feel like right. the Yeti is distracting me, and that's why somebody will <laughs> use <different> strength. <laughs> oh, blame the Yeti. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, All yeah, right. that, that's, that's my turn. Excellent. Cool. All right, Anomio, you're up. Okay. Well, uh, I will run over here and I will grab some barrels. Um, actually, when I pick them up, are they, how heavy are they? Just out of curiosity. Uh, let's say, let's say 60 pounds a piece. They're pretty heavy. 60 pounds? Oh, well, yeah. I rolled really, really bad. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> um, I might risky whiskey that because <laughs> let's just get these, these barrels going here. I'll we need supplies. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they more than two feet in diameter? What's a normal barrel? Just thinking about it. I yeah, think probably longer, about that. Definitely longer than, definitely longer than two feet. Well, longer okay. than well, two I mean, feet, but not, but wide. Like you know what? Let, let's say they're, a, they're exactly two feet across or slightly under right, if I'm that helps whatever you're trying to do. Holding, then. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you, uh, risky, risky that roll. Okay. All right, so you, uh, while you are doing that, so you turn your bag of holding upside down and you kind of just put it right over the top of the barrel and the barrel disappears into your bag. Um, <laughs> so you roll a seven and uh, you're, you're kind of not able to lift another barrel. So. Ah, um, okay. But. <laughs> well, I will take the one I have in my bag of holding then and I will run on up to the ship and drop it off. All right. Cool. Anything else? Nope, that'll be it. All right, up next is uh, one of these thugs here. So he's actually going to make a run at you, Nobilis. And he is going to attack you with a mace. And he's going to hit you with a 23, I'm sure, uh, for four damage. However, he actually gets to make a second mace attack because he's got multi-attack. Uh, but that one does not hit. So he he closes the distance to you pretty quickly. Your your nipples sparking with energy. He gets a little distracted on his second swing and doesn't quite hit you. All right. Up next is you, Nobilis. All right. Now, th this guy that just ran towards me, um, mm -hmm. what is he wearing? What is he wearing? So he's wearing kind of like leather clothes. He actually does not look at all like he's dressed for this weather. Um you get the feeling maybe he didn't actually travel here, at least not over land. Uh, he is dressed much more for colder climates. Okay, but but just leather? Okay. Just leather. All right. Well, I would like to still go ahead and um, do a shocking grasp attack on him okay. since he's so close to me. Sure. Um, so let's, let's see what happens. Oof. Oof. A 25 is great. Uh, so Damn. 25 to hit. Uh, for four damage, so that will definitely hit, um, and he'll take uh, okay. four damage. Now, is there anything with that? I think you probably need to 
Um, yeah, if he were happened to be wearing metal, oh, okay. it would have done a lot more. But but I, I still want to get him off me because. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll tell you. He'll uh, he he dropped his mace because it kind of shocked in his hand a little bit. So he dropped his mace to the ground. He'll have to pick it up on his next turn. Okay. I like that. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it says they're not able to take any reactionary moves um, with Ooh, that as very well. Good so I move. assume that means I can I can move away, right? Very good. Yes. See, okay, you I'm were nervous that you wouldn't make... be good at D and D, Clifton. That's a brilliant move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start making my way back towards the ships. So let me just see how far I can go. All right, all right, right there. So let me get him over there. All right. So I'm going to um, I guess just end my turn here since not much else I can do. Perfect. All right. Uh, so up next is Virus. So Virus is going to actually, uh, let's see if he's got, um, sorry, an arm strike. He's going to try to punch uh, Squall here right in the face. Let's see how he does. Uh, so he does not make it. So actually Virus, Virus does punch at Squall and he does hit him. Uh, manages to hit him kind of more in the chest, but he is, he's just weak. He's been being starved for weeks in that cell. And uh, it, the blow lands, but it really just doesn't do much of anything. And uh, he's going to attempt to run over to his friends here, which gives Squall an attack of opportunity. Um, and Squall is actually going to... He doesn't want to like maim him or anything, so he's going to do another unarmed attack. So, anyway, he's just going to roll a d20. Uh, slash roll 1d20. <laughs> he because roll I'm... a d20. Alright, so, uh, yeah, 14 plus whatever, I'm sure that that's, gonna, that's definitely going to hit. So, he is going to do um, some amount of damage. Let's say 3 damage to Virus Nighthold. Alright, so he does 3 damage. Cool. Uh, but Virus does, get a, uh, does kind of escape a bit. Alright. Up next is Squall, actually. So Squall is going to attempt again to tackle uh, Virus. He is going to make a strength check. And he is rolling a... Man, these guys suck. You guys are rolling way better than I am tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I Squall... think it's a change of pace. Yeah, so Squall's uh, Squall's knuckles crack a little bit. His his hands a little distracted. I, mean, I don't know. Whatever. He doesn't he doesn't tackle him. Um, Charles is up on deck. He's gonna finish kind of bringing bringing some of uh, his stuff over, and then he's gonna kind of follow your lead, Daffy. But um, he's gonna head back down the gangplank to go get some more barrels. But he's gonna say, um, he's going to say, which one of you guys took the rigger? I think it was Daffy. He's gonna say Daffy. Daffy Go climb those ropes, lower those sails, get get everything taut. Let's get going. And aye, uh, aye. you'll have to see if you know how to do that <laughs> in a couple minutes. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna run back down and he's gonna grab he's gonna grab a barrel and he'll be ready to go back up in the next round. Alessio, up to you. Well, I got a friggin' fight for my life here, obviously. So um, I'm going to use my booming blade. All right. What does that do? All right. So anyone it, but... within five, anyone within five feet of me, um, at the, the melee attack deals an extra one d eight thunder damage to the target on a hit. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. So you basically you you're gonna attack, and if you uh, if you hit, then you do an extra one d eight thunder damage. Cool. All right. Go for it. Got it. All right. I'm gonna use my rapier. <laughs> Oh. oh, oh, actually, oh. 
Uh, 13 hits. Oh, nice. I was going to say, I need some risky whiskey. (laughs) All right, so go ahead and uh, roll one, go roll a 1d8. Should be on the bottom. Yeah, I got a d8. That's d10. Oh, hold on a second. All right, so you do nine damage. All right, so Reuven, Reuven's getting uh, pierced by your rapier, and it's just making him angrier. As uh, yes. you, Oh, nice, an extra six damage. That's great. All right, so he's he's looking pretty hurt, but maybe he's he's about half halfway. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to do? Keep in mind what you might have for bonus actions. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as a bonus action, um, I want to... Um, oh man, where the hell are my bonus actions? <laughs> they should be. I think I want to do the. Don't I have like a? Don't oh. I have a kind of like a step back one to kind of get out of his out of his. What are you trying to you ha- so so yeah you you can disengage or hide um, as a bonus action I'll just tell you or or dash as a bonus action so you can do any of those three if you disengage then he can't hit you if you try to move away from him yeah I'll do the disengage because I'm pretty low on on uh on hit points Health. right now yeah sure yeah all right so you uh so you do bonus action you disengage and uh, go ahead and move yourself is there anything else that you wanted to do otherwise I'll I'll move oh uh, no that's it as long as I got a shot in him there yep all right. Um, so up next is actually uh, is Reuven. Um, so he's he's angry with you, but he's uh, he's going to keep his eyes on the prize here. And he's actually going to he's going to use his, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, I think he's going to use his his um, what is it? his action to dash. So he's going to make his 30 and then he's actually going to use his action to dash, he's going to jump down, and he's going to get right in Squall's face, um, and he's going to kind of just, like, flip out a little bit. Uh, but that's that's the end of his turn. All right. Okay. But he's now de- he's now next to Virus, and he's he's ready to defend him. Up next is our spellcaster here. So she is actually going to... Um, hmm. This is an interesting, interesting idea here. Uh, okay. So she's going to move a little closer how long is this creatures within 20 feet of the target but how far can i launch this thing sorry give me a sec usually i know these things a lot better but i don't want to give you a sec with this this doesn't sound good (laughs) i know right (laughs) um point you choose within range but what's the freaking range what is the range uh, 90 feet. Perfect. Oh, awesome. I guess I can't do it. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, so she's actually, she's gonna cast Sleep, and she's gonna cast Sleep on Squall. Um, so, let's see how this goes. Boom. Oh, dear lord. What? Alright, so she, oh wow, she rolled very, very well. Um, so she's gonna be Boy. able to... Starting at the creature that has the lowest. All right, all right. so actually, yeah, funny thing. So she's she's not very bright, I don't think. Yeah, because Squall is a lot tougher than he looks. So she tried to put Squall to sleep, but Squall actually has much more than twenty five hit points. Um, so he kind of shrugs this whole thing off. Um, 
which is very unfortunate for her. All right, Daffy, you're up. All right, I suppose I will get to my rigging responsibilities. Um, mm -hmm. So I will run over to the crow's nest. All right. All right, so you're going to run over. You're I gonna... actually can't see it. <laughs> uh, so the crow's nest, it's at the top of the center mast. It, okay. it doesn't actually exist visibly here. All so. right. Well, I'll just get. All right. So, so tell me your intent. Your is your your plan is to basically unfurl the the center mast. Yeah, I mean, whatever I can do to prep to get the hell out of here. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, so I would I tell mean, you of that. Of course, that the, we'll wait for you, Alessio. <laughs> well, so so just to because I haven't taught you guys anything about boating yet, and neither did these people. But I would say that because you're like right there, you'd probably think, oh, maybe I should like take the ropes off of the dock. <laughs> <laughs> or or you know what let's 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 friggin rp this thing so as you go to run for the center mass charles says hey you idiot untie us from the dock okay okay <laughs> all right so uh let's let's go sleight of hand and uh we'll depending on how you roll it'll either do one or two of these all right interesting there are three total <laughs> oh, all right seven. so you're you're able to you're able to um untie this center one here uh so the boat hasn't moved yet but it is now one less attached to the dock all right um anything else I'll just uh, i'm really tempted to call for salt and be like yo uh, <laughs> get that freaking work out here there's a goddamn yeti that looks like it could could take a, take you on i don't know Sure. I'm sure Salt doesn't understand anything that's happening. No, that's all right. Maybe all right, yeah, so uh, steaks are delicious. He might want to cook them. <laughs> Maybe they are. All right, yeah. so uh, so you yell this loudly, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, speaking of the Yeti, the Yeti is up next. All right, so Mr. Yeti here, he uh, what is his movement? Probably forty feet. Yeah, sure is. All right, oh, so God. he is he is going to Bumble's move. Bounce. Oh man, well, so he's no. about he. He's charging after oh. Nobilis here, um, but on his way, he actually knocks this thug out of the way. Um, let's make a quick little strength saving throw, uh, strength check to see how far he pushes him. That's not what I meant to do. Not a saving throw. Hopefully into the water. An ability check. Well, we'll see, because he's, he's not under control. He's, <laughs> he's there. He's going. He's going in. <laughs> so, well, no, so that was uh, the, the Yeti only hit with a nine. So let's see what the thug saving oh, throw okay. is here. Um, my guess is it's probably going to be a lot better than a nine. Either way, I, if it was a crit, it would have been wonderful. Yeah. So no, he's, he's fine. He, he does end up getting pushed about 10 feet, but he is, he is not in the water. <laughs> so, uh, Nobilis, he makes it right next to you. <laughs> uh, just so, geez. just so happens. So he's going to make a, um, oh boy. All right. Oh no. no. Sorry, Nobilis. <laughs> so he, first off, he's going to use his chilling gaze. Um, if the target can see the Yeti, well, let's see what happens here. Uh, so you need to make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Um, oh my God. Um, if the target can see control? the Yeti, the target must succeed on the constant. So, uh, not control. You just go to constitution and click on okay. always forget. saving, Thank saving you. throw. Yep. Yes. Ooh, there we go. Okay. Ooh, okay. you save. That's oh, good. Um, well the target can rebeat. All right, so yeah, actually, you you were good. So you uh, he he kind of looks at you, and his eyes spark a bluish white, 
but you're just, you know, you puff out your chest and you show your nipples and you're like, I will not succumb to the Yeti. <laughs> anyway, so so he doesn't like that very much, though, and he's going to make a claw attack against you Oof. for 18 to hit. It does hit. And, and then 15 damage. Holy moly. Okay. Right, oh, and now, and now he's going to make another claw attack against you. Wait, uh, what? Uh, 13 to hit. Um, It does not hit. Oh, you you got lucky. All right, so he uh, he tries to he tries to terrify you, and when you don't succumb to his will, he just smacks you a couple times with his claws, uh, doing a, a quite a bit of damage. All right, Anomio, you're up next. Okay, well, looks like we need to remove these ropes, so I'll run over to this one, and uh, of hand. I'm not going to bother with sleight of hand. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to chop it with a rapier. I'm gonna do my best. With a rapier? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when when every when you have a hammer, every obstacle looks like a <laughs> All right. I hope you roll really well. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you you have hand axes. I suppose I do, but this is cooler. That's up whatever you want. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. <laughs> Alright. Let's do it. I've done. I've done my job as the DM of reminding you what's a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, huh. uh, I, I had fifteen in mind, so I'm sorry. You uh, you tried to stab at the rope, which is pretty thick, with a rapier, and and yes, your rapier goes through some of the knots, but it does not sever the sever the knot uh, sever the rope. Um, ah, damn, that would have been cool. Let me let me see one thing real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. So Charles is going to roll a perception. Damn. 19. So he sees this and he, he looks at you and he says, use something with an edge. <laughs> rapiers All have right. edges. That's literally they how total- rapiers work. They're edge. Rapiers- no, rapiers are for, for poking. No, that's an S-stock. An S-stock has blunt edges. Am I, am I, all right, you know what? All right, then I'm, then I'm going to change, I'm going to change my mind here. I'm going to look that up later, but I'm going to take your word for it because you pulled out a word. I don't know, S-Stock. A 13 will sever the rope. All right. So I was expecting you had to cut this thing somehow by poking it. So (laughs) that's why I was like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) A rapier is a sharply pointed two-edged blade. Oh, very cool. How did I not know that? Wow. Look at me. All right. Very good. I take it back. All right. So anyway, you sever the rope. So two of the two of the ropes are severed, and the front of the boat is starting to drift away from the dock. the uh, The gangplank you see is is starting to kind of slide a little bit. Oh, All right. God. Up next. All right. Is there anything else, Anomia? Nope. I'm good. All right. Up next is a th- one of the thugs, the one that got shoved by the yeti. Uh, he is actually going to make his way over towards um, Squall and Virus, and that's it. Um, Nobilis, you're up. Alright, so Nobilis is pretty almost dead. So what he's going to do is he's going to use his invisibility spell and he's just going to go invisible. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he, uh, Do you have to go roll invisible. anything for that? Um, it just says no. a creature you touch becomes visible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing Beautiful. or carrying um, goes with it. <laughs> So he is going right. to turn invisible. 
He's also you... going to use his movement and move 30 feet over to... I think that puts me right at the plank. Yeah, that puts me right at the plank. So I'm going to make my way over there. Okay. Uh, so you turn invisible and you make your way over to the plank. Um, you do feel it shifting underneath your feet uh, as the boat is now starting to just barely move. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Yeah, up next... Then. Up next is Virus, who is uh, feeling much more confident with his current situation. He turns uh, he turns to um, Reuven, and he holds out his hands, and Reuven hands him uh, he hands him a scimitar, and he is going to now make a scimitar attack towards Squall. Uh, he does hit with a twenty four for seven damage, so Squall is. A little injured, but not too bad. Uh, kind of cuts across his chest a little bit. And that's it for Virus. He's actually he's going to stand his ground. All right. Up next is Squall. Uh, Squall is currently getting completely surrounded, and he's not liking this very much. But he has a job to do, uh, and he just received this this prisoner here. So if he can not have him get away, he's going he's gonna to do his best. So he's going to make one last attempt to kind of grab... Um, Virus's hands, who is still shackled. Uh, so I'm going to give him advantage on this, actually. Um, let's go for a advantaged strength check. Or it would help if I roll. Nice. Well, 21 will do it anyway, but... Alright, so he's going to... Yeah, he's going to grab uh, Virus by the hands. He's going to tug on him, and he is going to pull him half of his distance here Pooh, towards the towards the boat but those barrels are definitely in his way and he is far from safe all right charles seeing squall coming closer is going to come over and help and he's going to make a strength check see if he can uh, assist here 13 will not do it um but he is uh, he's going to kind of help support Squall here. All right, Alessio, you're up. Boat is starting to drift away. Yeah, I got to get to that boat. Uh, so I move to the edge of the roof. And right. I'm going to make one last strike on Reuven, jumping off the roof before I head to the boat. Okay, I like it. Um, what are you attacking with? Uh, I'm just going to use my straight-up dagger from above. Okay, uh, so you can roll with advantage, because he does not see you coming. You're basically jumping down onto his head. And if you hit, you'll be able to roll your um, surprise attack. Okay. All right, so a 12. Roll, roll again for your advantage. In the future, you can hold shift while you click on that, and it'll do advantage. All right, 22 oh, hits. Uh, so 22 nice. will hit for 5. Uh, go ahead and roll your sneak attack damage. Okay. Sneak attack. Um... Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Um, I still don't know why it's doing that, but I'm... I can't imagine that's correct. But maybe maybe you roll... Maybe you're rolling that with advantage. Uh, let me it see doesn't. here. Sneak attack... It doesn't matter. I gave you the. I gave I you multiple last time. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just clicking roll. That's it. <laughs> okay. I will check it out for our next game. But for the moment, you're getting 18 damage into that. So that's boom. Damn. Wow. 
He All right, be. so that, yeah, so uh, he's not dead, but you are now basically on top of him. I'll actually put you right next to him. Um, All right, great. Okay, cool. Anything else? Um, do I, can I have a bonus move to move closer to the ship, or am I done? Uh, yeah, you can use your bonus action to uh, to dash. Yeah, I would like to dash closer to the ship. Okay. Um, so Reuven is going to get a attack of opportunity on you. So, uh, you would have known this, so I'll give you one chance to, to, like, make that same decision again with that information if you want. Um, yeah, I still want to dash, so. Okay. All right, so he's going to make an attack against you. 22 oh, no. to hit for 14 oh, damage. Oh, no. Oh, fudge. Dude, I'm fucking dead. Not you're not dead, you're unconscious. Unconscious. All right, Drop so you are anchor. now unconscious. <laughs> All right, and the stakes are now risen. <laughs> oh my god! All right, up next is Reuven, who How does not much care about. How the fuck is this about... guy not fucking? How's the fuck is this guy not <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking hey, fucker! Fuck! Keep in mind, the guy told you not to fight. He told you to get on the boat. So you know, whatever happens is on you. All right, up next is Reuven. So he's going to run down. And he's going to make another attack against Squall with his Great Axe. Uh, actually, probably at advantage because... Yep, at advantage because he's flanked. Whoops. Ouch. I don't know how many oh, no. times I just rolled. I rolled way too many times, but I'll take the uh, the first one. I'm not going to take that crit. Um, so the first say, one a was a 20... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, the, um... that would be wicked. Yeah, so he uh, he does 14 damage to him. Alright, and uh, Squall is not psyched at the moment, but he's he's still fine. I mean, he's he's pretty tough guy. Alright, up next is our Spellcaster. Uh, she's going to move a little bit closer, and she is... Everybody cares about... Uh, uh, make sure you give yourself your damage, Alessio. Everybody cares about uh, Virus. They don't is care about the rest of... fucking zero? Okay. Yeah. Uh, zero. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Um... All right, so she's going to do a Firebolt against uh, Squall. So that is a 22 to hit, but she only does two damage. <laughs> All right, negative two. All right, up next is Daffy. Um, Even though he's unconscious, can I do a leg on hands pool to give some HP back to... If you can get to him. Oh, I have to be right next to him. Pretty sure it's uh laying on hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is integral to the laying. Uh, <laughs> we're getting we're getting to it's past the witching hour for me, guys. This is where yeah, my I brain know. goes. <laughs> that's all um right. shoot. Well, can I but if I dash, that's using up an action. Can I use lay on hands as a bonus action? Like uh, give me just a sec. I noticed that your character actually didn't have like any of their stuff. Oh, never mind. Yes, they do. I just was filtering. So, um, lay on lay on hands. I don't know if that's a bonus action, uh, but to dash would be your bonus action. So you could probably get to him, but okay. you could not do much of anything. So I can't dash and do the lay on hands. Correct. But you could get to him with a dash. Hmm. This and your tough, next turn, though. you'd be able to. <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I don't know what "don't fight, get on the boat" means to the rest of you guys, but you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just had to do this. So. This, really is a, this is a test of our listening <laughs> capabilities. <laughs> so as much as Daffy doesn't want to do this, she's gonna dash off the boat. She's a decent person. Mm -hmm. um, so that means I can get easily within range of Alessio. Um, uh, let's see if I can scoot over. <laughs> there we go. And you know, I'm, yeah, I'll drop myself right there. That Reuven guy is a dick. <laughs> yeah, he has a big old axe. I suppose that's my turn. All right, so the Yeti, Yeti is freaking, he's just a wild animal. He was just ported in. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he just ran towards you, Nobilis, because, you know, you were the kind of the first thing you, he saw after eating a goat. Um, I don't know why he's barking. Should I let him? Just attracted to that big, shiny chest of yours. Well, now he can't see me because <laughs> I'm invisible, so. All right, so he's he's actually, uh, the Yeti's going to go after this thug guy right here because he's his next clear closest target. Um he doesn't really give a shit who's who he's attacking. So let's see. He rolls a 19, which does hit for five and six damage. So he's going to do 11 damage to Mr. Thug here. And he's going to claw him again. Uh, meanwhile, the thug is turning around, looking back at the sorcerer like, help me. Holy shit, what's happening? Why would you do this? Uh, that did another 15 damage to him, which almost kills him <laughs> in one hit. All right, so he is uh, he is on death's door here. All right, and the Yeti, uh, that is the end of the Yeti's turn. Up next is Anomio. Ah, yes. Well, I shall not leave my brother in Rapier to die. So I am going to, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there, but I'm going to dash because Alessio needs me. So I'll get to the gangplank and then go another... 40 feet. Yeah. Right over here. We are we are gonna get you. We're gonna get you right, Alessio. I'm not leaving you behind. Thank you. Thank you, brother and rapier. Wait. <laughs> I and I know it's not my turn right now, but can we do something crazy and can we just try to like carry his unconscious body onto the boat because 110% you guys could do that away. if you wanted to. Yeah. Get the fuck so out an, of here. Yep. Yeah. So an un an unconscious person that is no longer in that is not dead and is not under attack anymore will come back to consciousness within one d four hours, which I'll roll later. Um, so a hundred percent, if you can get him on the boat, that's probably a good idea. Okay you, okay, you grab the upper half. I'll grab the feet. Let's get this guy going. Cool. Love it. Uh, let's see: five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Between the two of you guys, like I won't give you any sort of disadvantage on your movement, but it'll take you all of your movement to get to the gangplank. So, uh, keep that in mind for your next turn. Okay. Uh, um. So this thug here, uh, he doesn't much care what his orders are right now. He's got this yeti bearing down on him, trying to kill him. It's now his turn. He's gonna take a swipe back at the yeti, uh, and apparently he's gonna do some damage to him because he rolled a twenty-three. Ow. So, uh, he Damn. whacks the yeti with he's his mace. He's the first one brave enough to. First one brave well, enough I to attack the Yeti. <laughs> I, I want to say that was more desperation than bravery. Because <laughs> holy shit, he's going to kill me. Um, There's all right, a fine so line between bravery and idiocy. For real. All right, Nobilis, you're up. All right. So, well, my plan to just happily board the boat has just been completely foiled. So I think, you know what? I need to, 
as oh, crap. I need to jump back in here now. I believe when I use Eldritch Blast, it, it doesn't hit any of the surrounding people unless I just, like, fail. Like, do, unless like, you hit throw. a one. Yep. Right. So right okay. now, if you were to aim at either one of the uh, Frost Elves and you got a one, you'd probably hit the other one. Um, you wouldn't hit, uh, what's his name, Squall. So okay. if that's what you're trying to do, then that would be totally fine. Okay. I would like to target our um, nearly hopefully dead guy, Reuven. Um, mm -hmm. And I would like to Eldritch Blast, Eldritch Blast him. Um, so I'm going to come Go out of invisibility because I'd have to, to do that to do that. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you hit. roll a 16 against... Where's this armor class? Uh, it should be on... Everything's like going wicked slow. 13, yeah. So uh, you definitely hit him okay. and <laughs> you just... Hit his uh, hit his amount of health that he had left, um, so you knock him dead. Boom! Okay, great. Awesome. So, All right, okay, so, so he now, is he is so, no more. So right now the only I mean there's there's Elsa um, and this guy back here and then there's that guy that's battling the Yeti. So you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my ground. I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Um, so I guess I'll I'll just end my turn there. All right. So as you do that, Varus looks down. And he says. Uh, Shit, what's his name? Reuven. He says, Reuven, no! So apparently uh, that mattered to him. Okay, um, up next is Virus, actually. So I guess it makes sense that that was uh, what he said. He, um, man, he, uh, what is he going to do? You know what, he's, uh, let me let me make a decision here. Um, let's say, uh, roll 1d2. Okay. Uh, he is going to drop to his knees, and he's going to put his hands behind his head. Um, he is completely giving up. And this does not sit well with the rest of the, the Frost Elves, who just <laughs> risk their, their lives to, to help him. Uh, but Squall is doesn't really take a half a second to, to think about it. He starts dra dragging Virus, and he's able to drag him over to this gangplank, and he's actually kind of pushing past you, Nobilis. Um, but they're, they're almost, he's only getting half of his movement because he's dragging him, but he's almost onto the boat. Um, up next is Charles, who's following quickly behind. He's grabbing a barrel on his way. Um, and just because this is all kind of happening at the same time, he's going to push past him and get the barrel up to the deck. All right. And then Alessio, um, please make a death saving throw for me. Oh God. <clears throat> Where's you have your death, friends around where's, you. Where's the death saving throw? Uh, so it should be at the top somewhere. Uh, let's see. I think it's underneath your portrait. Or next to it. Oh, yeah. You see the, the check mark and the X? I think just click on the skull. Yeah. Oh, there's death saves. Got it. Yep. All right. So first death saving throw. You roll a three. I'm gonna so risky, a three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to risky whiskey it. I haven't done it tonight. Okay, oh, nice. sure. There you go. Cheers. All right, so Risky Whiskey. Good time to do it. Oh, actually, sorry. Sorry, here we go. Risky Whiskey. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's all right. So that's okay. You still, you still Can I go in a Risky Whiskey? <laughs> uh, no, but I am going to change your your thing over to... So you have one death saving throw failed at the moment. Okay, no problem. You still have two more to go. All right, uh, the mage is up next. Um, she is actually going to... She sees that Virus is... is 
done for basically and she's gonna kind of get out of here um or at least try to up next is daffy um i want to get alessiona nomeo back on the boat so what do i need to do in order to pick up that body well so you're I, i'm gonna give you picking him like picking him up and carrying him is gonna be kind of part of your movement slash bonus action um so you can still have your action if you want it like if you wanted to use lay on hands as your action while you're carrying him that yeah. makes a lot of sense to me i would like to do that okay how many points are you giving him um i'll give him 10 okay so alessio you can give yourself 10 hit points and then oh um God. thank you between that so the the yeti's gonna go and then anomio it'll be your turn so we'll just wait to uh we'll wait to move you guys until after the yeti goes uh so well the yeti's a, a little bit uh preoccupied with this thug here he's gonna come down on him again with these claws let's see what happens uh so 13 so yeah that's gonna kill him um so <laughs> mr thug uh totally totally failed here he kind of ran in and just died but the yeti is still <laughs> angry and you guys are the next ones that sees so he's gonna oh. run over and uh let's mean? see I would say, Anomio, you look a What? He already made oh. his move. Get the fuck out. Do I, do I look like a tasty morsel? Was that That's exactly he why he's going to attack you, he's yes. A little, so, he's, a little, he's a little He's a little. Like, Hershey's kiss. I look, like a little, so I look like a little chicken nugget with legs. You sure do. So he's going uh, to hit for 17. Does that hit you? It unfortunately does, yep. So All right, so he's going to do six, 16 damage to you. What the hell? <laughs> Guys, get the hell out of there! Literally, All right, Anomio, Daphne you are. Is, like so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Anomio, you're up. You gotta get to the damn boat. Um. Well, Daffy, get him out of here, or get him out of here. It is time for me to dance with the yeti. No, don't dance don't with the yeti. Sacrifice yourself. Fuck this yeti, guys. <laughs> well, so so hold on, just because before you do what you're gonna do, so you are currently holding, let's say his feet or whatever you guys decided. So oh, you're I'm both still already holding. holding him. Shit. You're both already holding him in the air. So if you're oh, gonna drop okay. him, like that's gonna change what you're gonna do. I'm sure. All right, gonna gonna hurt him. we just gotta we just gotta sprint. Get Never mind. the hell I'm not out of dance there, the guys. Go. Let's just, let's just <laughs> back his ass out of here. All right. Uh, so what? While you guys run past, he's going to make one claw attack with for his uh, opportunity attack at Daffy. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, 15 does not hit you, I'm sure. Um, That's right. So the three of you, I'll just I'll move you guys together. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, so you guys are currently right next to Virus and, and Squall and all them. You're right at the gangplank. Um, the, the ship is starting to move, or it's already been starting to move, so it's continuing to move, and I would say you, you don't I wouldn't even think you have a full extra turn before that gangplank's fallen into the water. All right, oh uh, Nautilus, you're up. All right, so so, so you're right there. I'm right there. So how many barrels are left over there, like to grab to load onto the boat? Uh, so you guys, to, there were there's two more left. Okay, so I feel like I'm close enough that like I can yep. get over there and do that before the full round of turns go. So I'd like to so go try to grab. Yeah, you're some ten belt. feet away, so. Um, Okay. okay. Yep. So go ahead and roll a uh, strength check for me. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. You you managed to grab one barrel. So you guys have so far you've gotten five barrels total. 
Um, and then uh, presumably you're going to bring it onto the boat. Yes. Do I still get an action as well, or is that was that my action? I'd say picking up the barrel, carrying it, all that stuff. Uh, I think that's your action. Okay. Well then, yeah, I'd like to carry it, and I would like to carry it back onto the boat so I am fully boarded. Okay. Well, so far you guys have been able to get five out of the six barrels. All right. So um, up next is Virus, who doesn't really have much of a. He doesn't want to fight. He's just kind of going with it. So he's he's just going to skip his turn. Uh, Squall is going to drag Varus again, another 15 feet. Um, and he's going to yell, uh, somebody cut the last damn rope. And then, uh, next is up to Charles. Uh, so Charles is going to listen, uh, but can't quite make it there. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's going to dash one, two, three, four. He can get all the way to the, to the rope, but he can't do anything about it yet. Um, oh, well. Ah. So, but the front of the ship is drifting away. Now, up next is Alessio, who's still on shore, or still on the the, the dock here. Um, you are conscious, and I'll say that it'd be a, like you, you're still being held aloft, but if you want to kind of go down to your, your feet, that's fine. Yeah. Thank you to Daffy for helping me uh, gain consciousness. Uh, I appreciate you, Daffy. Uh, <laughs> I don't appreciate you right now for getting us into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Vast boot forever. Hey, you two lovebirds, oh, get on the boat. Stop chatting. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's get on the boat and get the hell out, out of here. Out of here. I am I was like, can you grab boat. a barrel on your way up? Oh, yeah. I'll grab, I'll grab a barrel. On the All right. Make a strength check. Make a strength check. I'm like, dying to, to grabbing a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, on my way. Whatever. On my way. Yeah. I'll just grab a barrel. What do I do to grab a barrel there, uh, Dungeon Master? Uh, strength check. Strength check. Yep. Click STR, and then you should be able to do ability check. There you go. Uh, so you ah. you are not able to pick up the barrel on your first attempt, ah. and if you try again, you're gonna you're gonna not be able to get all your no, get, on the get back on the boat. <laughs> it's completely your call. I'm getting on the boat. I'm getting on the, right. boat. Getting the boat. So you get on the boat. All right. Up next is uh, our spellcaster. She's still running, so she's she's gone. Um, she's completely like she ran away. Uh, Daffy, you're up. I'm getting on the friggin' boat. Um, so that's 20 feet. If I move down here, I'm just wondering if I can dash on over and. You won't be able to make it. Char no way. All right. I'm just on the boat and I'm happy to be here. All right. <laughs> so the Yeti's turn. He's up next. He's looking around. There's just dead people all over the place. And uh, he's actually, he's still looking at you, Anomio. I hate to say it. Yeah, Five. Fair. He's going to go right I'm up to you. And he's. Snack. <laughs> he he is going to make a uh, claw attack against you. Let's see. Ah. That does not hit. A f nine does not hit. Mm -mm. Uh, next, he, another claw attack. 13. Oh, no. No, sir. All right. Last, he's going to do a chilling gaze at you. Uh, so you need to roll a 13 or better constitution saving throw. <laughs> this will be interesting if you fall, fail. Oh, I got a thirteen. You got a thirteen. Oh, good, nice. Oh, you're lucky because that would have paralyzed you right where you stand. Uh, oh god. <sighs> okay. Killing, so, Killing uh, Gaze, ironically, was my uh, queer techno punk band in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. All right. All right. Up next, Anomio. Ah, well, I will disengage from my large yeti friend. Fantastic. And kick kick the gangplank as I 
jump backwards and give him a small salute. All right, no problem. You don't even have to roll for it. So you kick the gangplank. It kind of slides off off the ship uh, onto the dock and then tips over, teeters, right in the water. Splash. And the Yeti is left on the dock, and he doesn't even seem to care. He's looking around for his next snack, and he does spot one uh, in one of the the Frost Elves here. Um, All right. Man, so you guys are now on with Harbor are going to be really mad that we left a Yeti on their deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not nothing. I mean, <laughs> so or it's right. Brandon. So so, so you do be real afraid now. <laughs> so uh Nobilis, you are up and that one last uh rope still needs to be cut. But I mean, Charles is going to have a chance to do that before, I mean, before the Yeti gets to again. So I was to cut it with Right? Uh, yeah. Charles Charles has a dagger or something on him, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So so Noblest is actually going to use his mage hand to grab the last barrel and bring it on board. Mm, weighs more than ten pounds. Oh. oh no. Oh. Okay. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Ah uh, no, that's not going to help anybody. Break. Um, I don't even know what Noblest can do at this point. Um, I was I don't want to do it. Just like I can't. There's no point in me doing a um. Like a minor illusion, because like the the yeti is just gonna eat it and then like move on to twerk brand. So I don't like want to do that. Uh, so you know what? I'm just gonna run over just in case Charles fails at whatever he's doing. I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna go be over there just in case he fails. So I'm gonna sure. move over towards him. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna skip ahead a couple turns because uh, Squall and Virus and now Charles is there. Charles takes out his knife. He slashes through the rope and the boat starts to drift away from from the the dock. Um, you see the the sign the sight of the yeti and the one remaining frost uh, frost elf that's left that hadn't fled yet um, fading kind of away in the distance, and you guys are safe. All right, that ends our combat and our episode for the <laughs> night. But some good news, you guys all leveled up. Congratulations, you're all Yay! level four. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so when we return next week uh we will be on the seas and we will be sailing on the mighty maiden uh across the ocean from lithuan to akari as we join our our uh our group here on their way to knife's edge so before i sign off for the night just because it happened while we were here tony to um Tony Tutos, yes, Tony Tutos, uh, pledged to our Patreon on the five dollar tier. So thank you very much, Tony. Awesome, thank and, you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the extra content. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you everybody for hanging here. I know it was a little bit later than we wanted, but this was a heck of a fight. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Cheers. 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 Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in Lands of Domidium. Cheers.